G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 575 of the Trends Move podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website, trendsmove.com, or you can just simply send me through an email, tim at trendsmove.com. Follow my training and process and all sorts of good stuff at conavirus.com. Now, I've come bearing tips and tricks and suggestions of, of the kind. I personally loved listening to music when training, and I like podcasts, but I don't really listen to podcasts when I'm training, but music, love music. I was dumbing and ahhing what type of, um, what I wanted to listen to the other day going on a bike ride, and I was thinking, man, I've, what's something I haven't listened to in a while? It turns out I listened to Pennywise. It's been donkey years since I've listened to Pennywise. So I put put them in and started plowing, plowing my way through them and enjoyed it thoroughly. So I highly recommend, suggest that you guys should, you know, and with streaming platforms the way they are at the moment, I subscribe to YouTube Music. Um, Think about music that you're into. I know I was talking to an athlete the other day about he he was struggling with um, in a, an indoor session, and you know those indoor rides where for me it's aerobic rides, easy or aerobic rides where it's just minutes feel like hours, and you think, come on, just I just want this to be over. I said, as a recommend for those sort of sessions, and I was letting him know. Grab your fa- favourite type of song and put it on on the telly live, live in concert. For me, when it when it's those minutes that feel like hours, I always put Metallica on. It's my go-to. And if you know, if I really want to be pumped up, raring to go, I always put Metallica live in concert up on the telly, super loud, and I just plow away at that. And it generally makes minutes feel like minutes and instead of hours. So, I. Listen to some music you guys haven't listened to in a while. And B, when you're in the uh, struggle street with time, you know, feels like it's standing still, live concerts are the way to go. I know when I do, um, like, threshold test sessions, I always listen to live music. It's uh, And I always pick my favourite songs too, but live in concert where the intensity is so much higher. Anyway, today's question comes from Russell, who writes... When coming into transition from bike to run, it was suggested to me that about 300 metres out to drop the bike back a gear and spin the legs easy, uh, spin the legs faster to readiness to, to the run off the bike. Your thoughts on this? Good question. So, um, I, don't, I don't know if you'd need to spin the legs faster. Generally, when we're coming into transition, um on the bike for about a few hundred meters out we're we're getting our feet out of the shoes and so spinning it faster is probably not generally ideal so we're um that's if you're going to be taking your shoes off on the taking your feet off the shoes on the on the bike so you can just run straight into transition to barefoot um but generally you're about 300 thereabouts out we're taking one foot out one foot out so we're now riding with both our feet on top of the shoes pedal 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 straight in um i I do recommend to every single person to try to do this sort of to do this type of thing at um home in training so you don't need to be doing a brick session to test this to, to, to practice this i should say 
um, for the longest period of time, I would keep my shoes connected to my bike. There was no, unless I was cleaning my bike or transporting it somewhere, my shoes didn't need to leave the bike. So I'd start off every ride with my um, with my pedals already clipped into the bike. I, uh, you know, take two, three running steps, jump onto the bike, start pedaling, and over the next one, two hundred meters or so, I'd be putting my feet into the shoes, and off I'd go on that bike ride come back again i'd be taking my feet off as i'm ro- rolling closer to to home i'd jump off uh, and i'll take one two steps off the bike and i've practiced that you go to just about any single triathlon in the, in the world and just da- stay at that mountain dismount line a lot of people make that mistake make huge mistakes um you, you can almost guarantee one to two at least one person's going to come off and, and and hit the ground because they've come in too hard too fast um in their head they think they've got more they think they've got the skills to jump off when they've never done it before or it's been a while since they've done it even the pro ranking you jump off oh god what was that um uh the P- the P- pto um can bloody easy for me to say the canadian open um which mind you um i'm all trying to think what his name is now the brownley brother um alistair alistair brownley geez he looked good on that bike if, it, if it, and this is a side post here if you wanted to have a look at what efficiency looked like on a bike Go back to the Canadian Open and watch Alastair Brownlee ride. That was that shoot. He should be thrown into a modern art museum and told to ride on the, you know, to ride on an indoor trainer for people to sit back and watch and admire that work of art. He's geez, he looks beautiful on the bike. He, um, from a technical visual point of view, he would have to be the nicest looking cyclist in triathlon. Yeah, they're riding up hills and he's still in that aero position he just looks magnificent but anyway um the canadian open you you saw um and i can't even remember the pro triathlete's name he, he was coming in um oh, i'm only guessing his name now i i think he's a new zealand guy um he came he just hit the ground hard um coming in on, on transition too so it's something you, you we all need to practice continuously need to practice um to just uh, even if you did it on one ride a week pick your long ride um just take three four walking steps jump onto your bike with, with no with your shoes already clipped into your bike start pedaling if you haven't done it before start off on the indoor trainer just keep your shoes connected to that bike permanently and just practice putting them in and out on the start and at the end of each ride and then when you feel comfortable doing that then you can progress it onto your outdoor rides which i do believe um you should be doing as you're leading up to a race you should really 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 aim to do um at least one ride outdoors a week just from a skills and a technical point of view you can always tell especially if the course is um rolling with hills or it's a technical course if it's just super flat super straight you know it uh, it's neither here or there but when it's a technical up and down or whatever course you can always tell the athletes that do just about all their training indoors versus the ones that have out out the world 
um, road experience. They leave minutes and minutes and minutes on the table for the ones that just spend their time on the indoor trainer. But anyway, um, but yeah, it, it, you don't need to do that. You can can do that if you're going to be running into transition um, with with your cycling shoes on. But it, it's neither here or there. Those last few hundred meters, you're slowing down anyway, so it's it's neither here or there. If you guys any have any other questions, jump on through to the website Train Smooth. Oh, I will say though, um, I will say. Uh, Doing that from um, the swim into transition one, where for those last couple of hundred meters in the water, quickening up your um, kick in the in the water is definitely um, a valuable thing to do. You start getting that blood into the legs before you actually stand up and running in. So, and it just helps um, limit the chances of your heart rate going right through the roof and if you want to practice and i know this isn't your question but if you want to practice in just about all of us when we're jumping out of the water if, if we're not efficient enough our heart rate skyrockets through the through the roof and so a, a way of practicing this is to um let's say you're doing 20 times 100 in the pool um and, and instead of saying it's 20 times 100 off two minutes or 20 times 100 with 15 seconds rest or whatever it is you hit the hit the, the you know hit 100 you jump straight out stand up jump straight back in the water another 100 out of the water and so you're constantly lifting that heart rate um, up between every 100 it's it's a killer session you you soon you soon feel it towards the back half of that but yeah anyway if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website, transmove.com. Until next episode, hooroo.